Okay, so Bezras Hashem, we're going to be continuing tonight with the third part of the Yat Kislev Maimer from the Tzaddik and the Gon Rav Yitzchak Meyer Morgenstern Shlita. And we're going to be picking up where we left off with regards to the Chiddush of the Magen Ovos of Kapost, that above the Darga of Ein Od, which is the Darga that the Tzemach Tzedek has hinted to, in the language of the Tefillah of Aleinu, as Efes Zuloso, that Darga is described by the Magin Avos of Kapost, the son of the Tzemach Tzedek, as a Darga of Ke'ilu Lo Yatsa Klau, as if reality has never actually exited that divine space of plenitude, of the fullness of the infinite presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that not only is there nothing but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but that thing that we have to point out and say there is nothing here has never even departed from the realm of the infinitude of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and as if everything was exactly the way it was prior to even the thought of creation. That was what the Magen Avos referred to as the Darga above the Darga of Ein Od. And we saw that the Rebbe brings down that this lofty darga of Bittal is even higher than the level of Kula Kaime Keloi Chashiva. The statement of the Zaira Kadosh and the Mikubalim is that above Mamale Kalalmin, which is the Darga of Bina, above Soivev Kalalmin, which is the Darga of Chachma, Bina is Bittal Hayesh, the negation of selfhood, there is something to be negated. Chachma is Bittal B'Metzias, there is no longer anything to be negated. And then above that, at the level of Keser, is the Darga of Kula Kaime Keloi Chashiva, as if everything stands in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as if it bears no significance whatsoever due to its translucent nature as an expression of the infinite. But what we see from the Magen Avos and what we see the Rebbe bringing down, which is again this Darga of Efes Zulaso, which is also the secret of the Maila of the Guf and how Tzimtzum itself teaches us that essence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so to speak, which is the understanding that we can never grasp the essence, that's a level even higher than the Darga of Kula Kaima Keloi Chashiva, as if everything stands as if it is not real. The Rebbe continues after describing that there is such a darga of realizing that really nothing ever left that original realm of infinitude, so to speak, and that there's nothing but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. At that point, at that point, the Rebbe now begins to ask his question. He says, and we have to understand, Yet how can we claim that existence never truly manifested in any existential form as something that emerges out of non-existence, out of the absolute infinitude of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as if existence never actually took place, when we know that the thought of HaKadosh Baruch Hu for creation, that Machshava Kaduma, and that desire of HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, to create the world, is rooted in the loftiest of all places. How can we say such a stira that really it's as if there's no existence whatsoever? And how can we say that there's nothing? And even though before creation there was nothing, even though before creation there was absolutely nothing, nevertheless, 
what we say is even though that there is this original desire and thought for the creation of the world, as we saw from the Magen Avos, that in truth, above that original thought of creation, as we're seeing as the Rebbe sets up this stira, it's absolute nothingness. It's like it was before creation, and it's even like it was before the emergence of a thought of creation. Absolute nility, absolute nothingness, complete and utter nothingness that never departed from its absolute nothingness. And in accordance with the Magin Avos and in accordance with this higher level, this hasaga of etzem, which is really the recognition that we don't know anything whatsoever because it's the darga of ein aruch lecha Hashem lekenu, that we have absolutely no erech whatsoever, that what we're learning from the Magen Avos is that even now it is as if the world has not yet been created whatsoever. And even above that, that it's above even the thought of creation, that there has been no exit. It's not only that the Tzimtzum wasn't Kipshuto, there was no Tzimtzum. Everything is still the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as it was prior to the thought of creation. And the Rebbe continues, after setting up this stira, how could it be that on the one hand we know the maila of creation, that ratzon fedir betachtainim, yet on the other hand, see in the Magen Avos, this idea that there's a certain hasaga which is rooted in the darga of ein aruch l'chashem leikenu, that the guf teaches us, specifically through katna, specifically through tzimtzum, that we come to recognize that there's no creation whatsoever. Says the Rebbe, Generally speaking, we do not ascend to a level of contemplation this high. Because we only speak about Bereshus and forward. We only speak about what happens after the Torah emerged in the mind of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. But this Darga of Ki'ilu Lo Yatzaklal is above and beyond even the Torah itself, which is the thought of creation. And generally, we don't go above that. Generally speaking, we don't talk about dargos there. We don't talk about levels of experience of ki'ilulu yatsaklau. But over here we see that the Magin Avos is speaking about this darga that is even above the Torah, that is even above the original Simpson, which as we saw is the Torah. And generally speaking, when we talk about that level of ein od, which is the recognition that there is nothing but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who Generally, when we say that there is absolutely nothing other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and nothing exists other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're talking about that level where HaKadosh Baruch Hu desired the creation of the world, which is considered the Torah in its supernal roots, but not beyond that. We don't typically speak of the level of 
to that point of complete and utter annihilation of the ego, complete and utter annihilation of the self where I am nothing but the full expression of the infinite light in its undiluted infinite presence. Levels that obviously on the, on the way that I'm speaking about them are magushim shebe magushim, going through thousands, millions of simsumim, but to understand what the tzaddik means when he speaks these words, so to understand what the tzaddikim meant when they spoke those words, or wrote those words, it's it causes the mind to stutter for a moment. These are ideas that can't fully be contemplated. Yet, like we said already, and we're going to continue to stress, if these ideas are to mean anything, then they mean everything. And if they mean everything, then they mean something for a person as far from these ideas as myself. And we have to understand what they mean for us as well. So here the Rebbe is stepping back on his kasha, right? The Rebbe sets up the kasha and on the one hand, we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants creation. There was a machshev sabria, there was a ratzon kaduma, so to speak, to create the world. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu desired to express himself in the nether realms or all of the other expressions given over for the purpose of the creation of the world. Famously, the Arizal gives two reasons in the beginning of Eitz Chaim. The first reason giving in the first shah of Eitz Chaim is the idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has all of this potential, so to speak, and that potential can only be manifest when there is something separate and other that can be a receptacle for that expression of that potential into actuality. And the second reason given by the Arizal in Shah HaKlolim, as made famous by the Ramchal, as well as the Tzadikim and the Tamidim of the Baal Shem Tov is that the ultimate capital G good has a natural tendency and expression that cannot be stopped, which is a desire to bestow good. And the only way to bestow goodness is to create receptacles that can receive this goodness. All of those reasons about the desire to create the world that stands in stark opposition to what the Maginavo said, which is that in truth, there was no creation of the world. Ah, we think there was creation. No, there was no creation. So the Rebbe says, really, a person can answer and say, it's no stira because any conception of separation and any statement that we apply to the rut zone of creation of the world, or as if things were never really created, is all be'erachatachton. All of our assumptions, all of our speculation, all of our contemplation of divinity, of yichud, is all is all only based on our limited relation to these concepts as human beings, and not with regards to the way things actually are. This is the classical distinction made by the Balatani as well as the Nefesh Achayim, of Das Elyon and Das Tachton, or Yichud Tata and Yichud Ilah. All of the distinctions that we make are mitzidenu, are from our perspective. But God forbid to apply any of these limitations to mitzido, the perspective of Akadosh Baruch Hu. That darg of mitzido, the perspective of Akadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, we have no access to whatsoever. So the Rebbe says, even though one can settle this argument by saying, okay, everything is barachatachton, all of these different levels of ein od and ki'ilu lo yatzaklal that we seem to see as a stira, those are only lower perspectives of human consciousness, and they bear no impact on the actual reality. That could have been an answer, but the Rebbe continues and he says, nevertheless, nevertheless, what we find is that 
it's still impossible to understand this in accordance with the human understanding. In accordance with human understanding, even if we want to say that everything, all of the distinctions that we're talking about are still limited within human understanding, we still can't understand the stira between the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to create the world for all of the reasons that we've discussed, and the statement, the sentiment of the Magen Avot in the Likutim, in Likut Memtes, that the world is as if it was never really created and that there was no creation. And so it's still a steer that needs to be settled. Because in truth, HaKadosh Baruch Hu desires the creation of the world and the creation of the world is the entire origination and purpose of the Torah itself. How is it possible for a person to contemplate anything beyond that place? Nevertheless, what we see is that that in order to understand this stira, even though it's mitzidenu completely, we have to enter into a place that's lemal lemitam vadas, that is above and beyond rational awareness, above and beyond understanding. And what we're going to see, just to bring it back to what we started with, this ability to recognize that it's all above and beyond our understanding is expressed more deeply and more poignantly and potently by the body and by katnus and by smallness and by constriction more so than the moments of spiritual awareness and the neshama. This is all trying to show us how this idea of 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 how we can be miyashev and settle this stira between the creation of the world and the fact that the world was never actually created, that notion, which is above and beyond rational awareness, the ultimate recognition that we can know absolutely nothing, that is expressed in a more poignant and potent way, specifically through the body, through katnas, through the darga of matat, through that darga that the brothers tried to attack Yosef on that darga of a love, that darga of Kel Yud Vav, which is the osios of the Tzimtzum, the Yud and the Vav, meaning that there's an attack on the secret of what Tzimtzum comes to teach us, which is that we have no Hasaga whatsoever. The Rebbe is going to now introduce us to another concept, which is essential in the writings of the Rebbe, as expressed in the writings of the Balei Hasidus. Vihine. Haradla de Shaashuim Haatzmiim Humegale Hain Haatzmi. Now, this is very much made clear by the Leshem Shabbat Halayma in Sefer Haklalim, as well as in Sefer Hadeya, and it's also made abundantly clear in the writings of the Rashash and his Tamidim, Al Pi Klaleha Erchin, based on that Klal of spiritual relativism, which is the recognition that any level that we see expressed anywhere are levels that can be found everywhere. It just means that those levels need to be understood in accordance with the halachos and the laws and the reality that dictates that level. So just like we have in our lower world, five parts sufim, five worlds, ten spheros, so too in the upper worlds, we have those five partsufim, five worlds, and five spheros, but the only distinction is going to be in terms of their coagulation and their manifestation in terms of physicality. So down here, we can look at the concept of keser and say that it's something that I can grab hold of and have access to. Up there, we still talk about the same term. It's the same term of keser, but it's in relationship to the status of that space that we're talking about, because what we see down here is going to be true on each and every level 
the only distinction is going to be the relative orientation that we have towards how we judge and experience that level. This is what the Klal HaErchen is. It is the secret of spiritual relativism, which means that everything is everywhere. It's all the same. And ultimately, the only distinction is not in terms of the content, but the context in which we view the content, that it's the same all the way up and all the way down. The only thing that shifts is the level of our spiritual experience of those things. So what the Rebbe is saying here is that just like we have an idea of five worlds and five parts and and five elements of the neshama, the highest of which is reshad lois yada, that point of unknowability, that point where we don't know anything whatsoever, that gar of atik, the highest level of our spiritual awareness, it means that those gradations are also found at the level of sha'ashuim ha'atzmiim. Now sha'ashuim ha'atzmiim the essential movement back and forth, that inner movement back and forth, that frictionality that is born out of something moving to and fro prior to any du duality or distinction, but rather an inner movement that emerges in and of itself, those are typically described in the writings of the students of Mahari Sarug, the Kabbalah of Olam HaMalbush. But what it means over here is that the Rebbe is saying that even on the level of Sha'ashuim, on that level, on the highest level, prior to any expression outwards, there's also going to be a level of Radla, of Atik, of Arich, of Abba, of Ima, of Zeranpin, of Nukva, of all of the Partsufim. So the Rebbe is saying at the highest point, at the Radla of the Sha'ashuim Ha'atzmiim, at the highest point of unknowability that takes place within, so to speak, that inner Mineyu Bay, that in and of itself that takes place prior to the emergence of the world, within the recesses of infinitude itself, that inner friction, that back and forth process of, so to speak, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's desire to create something other than himself prior to the creation of the world, prior to the tzimtzum, the origination of the friction, of the movement, of the distinction prior to distinction, the birthplace of distinction, the emergence of the possibility of difference prior to there being any actual concept of difference. This is the inner movement, the unconscious drives that proceed and give birth to the tzimtzum, that this inner movement, that that emergence of movement that gives birth to the possibility of something emerging outwards, that is there to reveal the absolute highest, most essential level of nothingness, absolute nothingness. That darga that we're talking about in terms of ki'ilu lo klal, as if nothing has ever moved outwards. What that teaches us is that from the perspective of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there is absolutely no existence. And not only is there no existence, but there was never any emergence. There was never any movement out of that essential unity. And what the Magen Avos is revealing to us here is that this dark of as if nothing has ever happened, is 
This is talking about a darga higher than what we typically refer to as ein od, which is the darga of kuma kaima kelo chashive, as if everything doesn't exist. That chaf implies kilo chashive. It's not that it never existed. It's as if it doesn't exist. What the Magin Avos is telling us is this darga of ki'ilu lo yatzaklal, as if it never emerged, that's even higher than the darga of ein od, which we said already, we typically don't speak about because that's above the machshava sabriya. Shebeder Klal says the Rebbe, generally speaking, zehu tachles hamadrega hachi elyona shel yichud shemedabrimbo. Generally speaking, we only talk up to the level of Ein Od. But over here, we see that the Magen Avos is hinting to the fact that this Darga of Ki'ilu lo Yatsaklal, as if nothing has happened whatsoever, is even higher than the notion that there's nothing other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a higher level of Bittal. It's a higher level of recognizing that I am absolutely nothing, and the world is absolutely nothing, and existence is absolutely nothing, but the absolute presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinitude without any limitation. Goin Rav Menacha Mendel, the seventh Lubavitcher Rebbe, Sluseh Ganaleinu Dayak Bezeh, makes a diuk that Masha Kasev Shalamala Mehamadrega Shalkuma Kaima Kiloicha Shivei Shuba Oizchaf. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe also hinted to this level and the fact that there is something above Ein Od, which is this recognition that there's absolutely nothing whatsoever. Adayin, there's still nothing. We're still within the ultimate Yichud. Things have never left the ultimate Yichud. All of the problems, all of the concerns, all of the distortion, all of the distinction is not real. It never existed. It's still something that is completely contained within its original status of absolute unity. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe hints to this when he says that typically speaking, we say the highest level is kula kaima kiloi chashiva, as if it doesn't exist. Hamora al kafadimyon, which is a chafadimyon saying it's as if it doesn't exist, but in truth it exists. Kamosha bir hatzemach tzedek bederach mitzvosecha and mitzvos achtos Hashem, in the name of the Balhatanya, that kula kaima kiloi chashiva implies that it's as if it doesn't exist, but in truth there's a semblance of existence. But what the Labavitcher Rebbe points out is yesh madrega shel kula kaima it's not kula kaima kiloi chashive as if it doesn't exist, but there's a darga above that, which is kula kaima loi chashive, that absolutely nothing registers when it comes to the absolute presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, mamish fadimyon, in an absolute sense, without that imaginative, you know, clarification of the chafadimyon, of that as if. And we have again the Lubavitcher Rebbe hinting to this darga of the Magin Avos, which is that no, Mamish, there's a darga, there's an access point where it's not just annihilating existence, but rather coming to a point of understanding that there is no existence, which on a, on a, on a certain level may potentially mean that instead of the attempt to be mevatel all of existence, instead of the attempt to negate that which is present, what a person can do is simply be present in all of their presentness, especially in the body, especially in the katnus, because ultimately even that doesn't exist. Even all of mitzius is ke'ilu lo and the Rebbe continues, and the Rebbe says, Hine hashra'as elikus hanimshach me madrega zu. 
What does this actually mean for us? What is the drawing down? What is the presence of the infinite in our lives? What is our relationship that emerges from this darga that we're talking about? This darga of as if existence never even exited that original unity so that it's not a question of bittel because there's nothing to be mevatel. There's absolutely nothing which allows me to sit with myself in the presence of what I conceive as my existence and come to a recognition that this too is expressive of HaKadosh Baruch Hu because there is no existence. What is it that this Darga means for us? What it means to live with this idea is to feel this idea, is to feel the nullification and the surrender and the freedom that emerges with this type of contemplation. Because in truth, all of the levels that the Balatanya spoke about, because in truth, in order to understand what the Balatanya was speaking about, means to feel the presence and the resting of the Shekhinah HaKadoshah in our lives through the self-nullification that is associated with these levels. It's not Stam Devarim Ba'alma, it's not Stam Kabbalah where we're talking about these levels in an ideal way, but it's mibasari echaza. That's what the Balatanya was trying to teach us. That's what the Balatanya was Moser Nafsho for. That's what Yat Kislev is all about. That's what we're going to see Hanukkah is all about. That it's only when we feel these feelings, it's only when we experience that darga of ki'ilu lo What the Rebbe is highlighting here is that this means something for us. As lofty and celestial these ideas mean, they mean something practically in each and every person's life. Without the attempt to translate these ideas into practical experience of bittal, of self-nullification, of ego nullification, of making myself smaller for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in this world, to make room for the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to get out of my own way. Without this, we have no relationship, we have no grasp of any of these dargos. And in strong words, the Rebbe is saying that without the attempt to inculcate these experiences into our practical day-to-day -day experience as B'nai Yisrael in this world, these words are simply words. The Rebbe continues. And again, this was given over on Yat Kislev, which was in preparation to Hanukkah. As we know that Torah Sachasidis is ultimately a Hakdamat to Hanukkah because Hanukkah is the Giloy of the Shechina Lamatame Asar Tlachim, is the Dir Betach Pesach, to be Maniach, the, the nearest Hanukkah by Pesach. I heard from a close friend of mine, Rav Yeshua Rubinstein, Pesach is Gematria Hasidus because the secret of Hanukkah is the secret of the Giloy of Hasidus. And the Rebbe is going to explain now how this Hakdama of Yat Kislev, which comes a week before Hanukkah, is expressive of the same idea. When it comes to Hanukkah, Yesh Menayra Shehu Kli, Shehu Bebechinas Guf. What we see is that there's a menorah, which is the element of a physical body. It's the vessel that contains light. It's the essence of that which is typically considered lower. And what we see is that it's specifically within the kli of the menorah, within the guf, within the body, within the katnus, that is the guf of the menorah, it's specifically there 
that the light of the flame rests, that the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu rests. And it's exactly what we mean when we said that in the future, the presence of our body, the presence of physicality, our experience of katness, our smallness, our experience with matat, our experience of tzimtzum, is not going to be in contradiction to the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because like we said, it's ki'ilu lo yatsaklam. And therefore, if it's as if it was never created, then all of creation is nothing but the expression of that which has not yet been created, which is the infinite. The Adarabah, and even more so, not only will the lower aspect of our body, which is associated with the guf, the kli of the menorah, not going to be a stira or a contradiction to the light, but the guf itself, which is the vessel, not only it won't it be in contradiction, but it will reveal that yichud biyeser se'esu, biyeser oz. It's going to teach Teach us that in no matter how high you climb on the rungs of the ladders of spirituality, what we're ultimately going to come to recognize is kula I have no idea about anything. I don't know anything whatsoever. It's going to teach us that that in the body is consistently and constantly going to teach us the ultimate nothingness of a Baruch Hu on the highest possible level. And the secret of the body. In the future, it will reveal that aspect of that darga that the Magin Avos points out is above the darga of Enod. And all of these matters are deep ideas. The Rebbe continues and he follows. He says, And what this means on a practical level, that an individual needs to cultivate within themselves a deep yearning desire to grasp the entirety of the Torah lishma for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not for egocentric purposes, not for my own self-development, not for my own self-aggrandizement, but rather to grab hold of the entirety of the Torah, which as the Rebbe teaches us over and over in the name of the Tzadikim, as Rav Yitzhak Maya Morgenstern Shlita teaches us in the name of the Tzadikim over and over, that kol ha-Torah achas, the entirety of the Torah is one thing, and it's coming to teach us the secret of Bittal, that what it means to operate with the Bittal, the self nullification on the darga of 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 what the Lubavitcher Rebbe referred to not as kula kaima kiloi chashiva, but the darga higher than it, which is kula kaima loi chashiva, not as if it doesn't exist, but mamish that it doesn't exist. This is the Indian of Yosef HaTzadik. This is the secret of Yosef HaTzadik, who we saw before, was attacked by the brothers specifically because he was trying to be Megala, the Maila of the Guth that he was Masal Selbetsaro, and his brothers could not understand how there could be a tzaddik who was operating on the darga of the body. Shazacha Lagalas, Psat, Remez, Soid, and Razin Derazin. That Yosef Tzaddik was able to reveal the Katainas Pasim, which is Psat, Pshat, and Remez, and Soid, and Razin Derazin. Again, what I didn't uh, explain at the beginning of this mimer is that what it seems to me is that the Rebbe was basing this entire mimer on a teaching from the Kajnitzer Magid in Parshas Vayeshev in the name of the Kadmonim, 
which are doirish, the pasuk that we studied last night, and that's where we understood that what the brothers really wanted to attack was the darga of Elav, what's the darga of Yud and Vav, which is the secret of Simsum, which is the Maila of the lower level above the higher level. This is what is being attacked. The Haraz Hachi Gadol, and the deepest secret imaginable, who Hashra'as Ha'elikus, Hashra'as Ha'elikus, and the deepest secret in the world that was trying to be revealed by Yosef HaTzadik, that was being attacked, is the secret of the body, is the secret of Ki'ilu Lo'yatzaklal, is the secret of Ein Aruch Lecha, is the hidden secret of Kula Kaime Lo'yachashiva, as if it's actually not considered anything at all. That everything continues to exist as it was prior to the original thought of creation, which ultimately means that that which is present is also indicative of that which is not present. That presence and non-presence are both reflective of the ultimate presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu because nothing ever left the realm of the infinite. And we're still operating as if we're talking in the womb of prior to the tzimtzum of what's going to happen after the tzimtzum, even though the tzimtzum has not yet or ever taken place. And we can't understand this secret. But it's part of the secrets of Torah. And this is what the body wants to teach us. The body wants to teach us that in its abiding presence, it is still ultimately never removed from the infinitude of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light because it has has never been expressed externally. It has never manifested at anything other than the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is what the body of the tzaddik, of all of the tzaddikim, of all of us, of Amir Kulam Sadikim, this is what the body wants to reveal. This is the aspect of matat. This is the aspect of that katnus that we spoke about, which is both the smallness as well as our teacher, Shahaya Harebi Moshe Rabbeinu, which was the teacher of Moshe Rabbeinu. And what the Pasuk that the Rebbe started everything with was that Basia, Basparo, that, that Klipas Noga sees the guf of the tzaddik and experiences what it, what it means to see the guf of a tzaddik, which is Megale, that Darga of in Aruch Lecha. And that's the katnus that we experience in our lives. And listen to what the Rebbe says here. And the child was crying. What does it mean to cry? Zat the Rebbe, and this is a teaching that's brought down explicitly in Likuta Maran, that Bechia to cry is Roshay Tevos Beshimcha Yagilu Kolhayom. That to you, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, in your name we have rejoiced all day. That these are tears of Bittel. These are tears of Rabbi Akiva, who, when he would read Shir Hashirim, the Zara Kadosh tells us that tears would spread forth and flow forth from his eyes. That the tears that we experience in this world, which are in truth rooted in the tears of joy in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, is ultimately the secret of Hine Bar Boicha, who Goyrem Lechuva and when we recognize the tears of our lives, the cottonness of our lives, and how it's representative of the lostliest level of understanding Yichud, this gives birth to a desire for the greatest level of tshuva imaginable. Not only have we never fallen away from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, or we have never transgressed away from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but rather we enter into the Pshita Sayichud 
yichud to the simplicity of that yichud as if we have never departed from it whatsoever. So we're going to end over here right now because the next Indian is going to go delving deeper into what the body is and it's going to be connected to the secret of the Tikkun Klali and the Shir HaMaruba, which we've spoken about. But for now, what we're trying to understand is again, what does it mean practically to operate on that Darga of Ki'ilu Lo Klal? And for us, what it means is to learn to recognize in our own bodies, in our own experience, in our own Bechia, in our own inability to grab hold of anything, other than the recognition that we can't truly grab hold of anything, is to recognize that if things never actually were created, then in our experiences right now, we can still see ourselves as if we haven't ever left. And at that point, the kalim, the bottom, the body, the smallness, matat, begins to operate as the vessel to reveal this deep level of incomprehensible yichud ba'ezrus Hashem.